Uh, hey guys, before we get started here on episode 196 of the Brew Chat Podcast, I want to remind you, get on down to Riverside Wine Spirits every Friday and Saturday. This Friday, they're going to have Tennessee Brew Works down there. And good old weird Tim Shield and his weird asshole will be down there. And yeah, I specified his asshole. Talk to him about it. He'll tell you all about it. But uh, yeah, good old Weird Tim will be down there slinging some Tennessee Brew Works beers, and it's four to six, and you can save a little bit of money on growler fills, learn a little bit about the beer, and then do, come back Saturday and do the same thing with wine. It's a good time. Now, you you guys gonna have any like boozy tastings this weekend at all, or they usually do some kind of uh, Friday spirits tasting along with the beer. Okay, that's usually Friday. They have a spirits tasting too. Fantastic. And uh, that's the man himself. He's the beer guy down at Riverside. He's typically responsible for getting us our beers. So, uh, yeah, having him on here today. And then also go check us out on the Hopped Up Network at thehoppedupnetwork.com. And uh, also at brewchat.com on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram. I think I said that already. But uh, it's brewchat, two words, two T's across the board. And then also down at Riverside on Saturday the 29th, they're having their Taste the Freedom Party. Man, I wish I had an eagle you know right there but uh riverside's taste the freedom party and that's the saturday after hutton and smith's fantastic birthday bash which is this coming saturday it's going to be an action-packed two weeks so make sure you get out people um i believe that is it we got tomas lapay tommy lape from riverside wine spirits with us along with uh jared joining us back and then eric's here and we're gonna pour some beers i'm gonna hit this ignition switch and let's get into it people like i said got tony tommy lape from riverside wine spirits and then eric mcgaffick over here joining us you all know him and good old jared is back from the land of the lost welcome back thanks and uh so yeah welcome all this is a big panel we got here it's kind of neat it's a big table a gross ton yeah but uh yeah just getting into it here we're starting with the mischief managed which we've had on here before but it's just a fantastic beer. Look at that color. And it's uh, from Monday night, which I guess... Oh, you took your garage hat off. Oh, uh, yeah, switched it up. Yeah. I'm usually repping the garage hat, though. Monday night garage. It's a pretty cool little spot. I've never been to the garage. We went to the main one, didn't we, Jared? Yeah, we yeah. did. That's a cool place, too. There's a Hop City there, too, now. Mm. Oh, yeah. And uh, ASW, uh, the distillers down there in Atlanta, uh, are have a new spot in that same complex too i hear it's really dope hmm. so yeah if you haven't drank those asw whiskeys come get those at riverside too really nice there you go people they you guys really do have i mean i came to you all to sponsor the show because it was my favorite liquor store in town thank you thank and you. i've been going to it for years and i'm really not just saying this because they sponsor the show it really is like a good spot i second your motion like cheeses 
you got cheeses. You all sell like random little gifts. Uh, I mean, of course, like bar tools and things like that. But I don't know. It's just a real good store. Yeah, dollar bin right at the checkout line. <laughs> and it doesn't feel <laughs> like a like a warehouse, like how like some some of the other big stores you'll go to. It just feels like a warehouse you're shopping in. Yeah, a box store. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and it doesn't feel like that. It's very homey. It's a, and has you know, a vibe. Uh, yeah, a lot of love for Riverside. Uh, they took me on in January. Uh, yeah, the place is an institution. You know, it's been there what 20, 20 years? Is that right? I think it's been there. I think they're coming up on twenty years, is, is what I was told. But yeah, I moved here almost ten years ago, and uh, that's always been the go-to spot. Uh, yeah, it's, it's been here long spot. enough. Remember, you had to go get a key to get somebody to go to the other beer room. I do remember that. Beer side. Yeah, you did have to go to the beer side. Yeah, and then. Uh, yeah, I just went down there one day, and that entire wall was blown out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that job was done very quick, if I remember. That was also in my... It should have been documented, like, the like follow the, like, Berlin Wall or something, you know? It should have. I, I would actually... I would have liked to have had a piece of that. together as one. Get David Hasselhoff to come in for it. Whole deal. Anyway, yeah, like I said, I've had this beer before. We've had it on here, but, yeah, what do you guys think of it? I like this. Man, it's delicious. It's yeah, tart. it really is. Yeah, ton of red berry. Uh, yeah, I've, yeah, I've had a little this of that. Uh, You've not had it? No, it's good. It's kind of white wine-ish, I guess. When you, you know, watch you the replay little, of this, as soon little. as I sip it, you're going to see on the camera my face. I was like, holy <laughs> shit. I was like, that's good. <laughs> yeah, it's a wine good. barrel fermented raspberry, blackberry, Berliner style, vice German style sour. Ale fermented in white wine barrels with raspberries and blackberries added. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. white wine-ish. Mischief Managed is a white wine barrel soured. God, this is hard to read. <laughs> Mischief Managed is a white wine barrel soured and barrel fermented, no boil, Berliner style vice. Fresh raspberries and blackberries were added to barrels for secondary fermentation. That's exactly what your label basically told me, but <laughs> there we go. You so guys nice. brew beer, you don't it's write. so nice they had to say it twice. Yeah. They all brew the, good beer. The, They're not yeah, here for All the words. Monday night stuff is great. Shout out, uh, Nate G to our Monday night rep uh, up in Nashville. That's the homie. Mm. Yes, he always looks out for us with the allocated stuff uh, down there at Riverside. So big ups to him. You guys do have a ton of Monday night stuff. Like, it's good stuff. And it is really good stuff. And still kudos to them. I, I wish more breweries would do this, but they reached out to us when they were hitting the market. Like sent somebody up from the brewery. And hand delivered us a box of beers and like this Mjolnir. with you guys, oh, remember? Wow. Of a, yeah, like nice. this thing's nice. Yeah, we you guys like, came to the so store and we drank those beers. Yeah, we recorded down. There. Oh, wow. Yeah, we did an episode down there with it. Um, I just always I was like, that's pretty neat. Uh, like, they just had uh, me and uh, I, I took the lady friend down. We went to uh, like a retailer appreciation dinner at the garage mm. and. Uh, they, uh, yeah, had a ton of barbecue. You know, we got to taste a bunch of new beers. Uh, all the taps were flowing in that big back room, and uh, it was really cool. Uh, good little bluegrass band outside, mm-hmm. fire. Uh, yeah, really cool spot. Yeah, love Monday night. I'm a little jealous. Like I said, I've not been to the, the gay rage, but I've been to... I the don't, gay I, rage? I, yeah, the gay rage. The Georgia rage. It could be that. Um <laughs> Like they, that's free Monday night. Like, you're welcome. Just send us some ties. Yeah, go yeah, Georgia. No, ties, exactly. <laughs> but I, I guess just the regular tap room. Yeah, is we what should we all have too. ties right now. We should all be wearing ties. 
I was honestly thinking we're coming up on our 200th episode and I'm seriously thinking about wearing a tuxedo. A Canadian tuxedo, dude. Oh, I've got All it. Oh, damn it. That sounds like a dirty... I have more than one. That sounds like a dirty move. I'll even buy you the, 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 the jean shoes. Oh, God. <laughs> that I didn't think of. I would just wear my cowboy boots. No. Yeah. I got some snakeskin cowboy boots. You need your jean shoes, I. <laughs> That's actually pretty Australian. I don't know what that was to be. Yeah, close to Australian. <laughs> it sounded like a rubber band. But uh, yeah, so a couple, a little bit of beer news here coming at you. is um, Just something kind of quick. Bud Light is bringing back the Real Men of Genius ad campaign. Oh, damn. Yeah. You all remember that, Real right? Real Men oh, yeah. of Genius. And that guy, it's like, we're talking about a man who gets up at 5 a.m. or whatever. I'm yeah. pretty sure one of those guys was the lead singer of Survivor. The Eye of the Tiger. Right. I'm almost dead positive. Something about that rings a bell. I forgot about that, but now that you say it, I seem to remember reading that or I something. I bet you somewhere. spend that money making better beer. Is that, is that better? We don't need these guys again. And, uh, those stop the, buying those are the, the breweries. Best commercials, though. The Real Men of Genius and the Real American Heroes ones. When yeah. you know, used to hear those on the radio, they were hilarious. So I'm glad they're bringing No, even back. as a kid, I remember I had them downloaded. I would pirate them off Kaza. Yeah, yeah. I, I streamed a hey bunch Randy, of work one time up, for like a friend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so good commercials. I don't know. Bud Light, Budweiser does kind of kill it with the commercials, but apparently from what I was reading, they're bringing these back via Reddit somehow. I don't know what that means. They're Budweiser spending a bunch of money to invest in Reddit marketing. Interesting. Whatever that means. Whatever that means. Um... Let's see. Moving on to other ones. Seven Brothers Brewing. See what y'all think about this. Because, I mean, the trend is to... Oh, do you, do you got it here, Randy? Let's see. I didn't know exactly what I was looking for. Oh, look at the band Survivor. Um, and then, sir, yeah, like Real Men of Genius. Oh, oh yeah, we're, we're not getting any feedback. One minute, one minute. Yeah. Oh, you can do this? Yeah, I should be able to change it. Oh, hell yeah. This is why we have Rowdy Randy and why he is... Randy the rowdiest. Randall the rowdy. Okay, yeah. We can hear this. Yeah, that's definitely the guy from Survivor. No, I can tell. I can hear it. it's like, yeah. It's the eye of the tiger. It's the thrill of the fight. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen this. I didn't know they actually had video ads for this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just heard them on the, yeah, on I the radio. Yeah, it's I probably like a radios. Super Bowl commercial. <laughs> I don't remember that. He almost looks like a bootleg Steven Tyler. He does. Kind of if Steven Tyler and, <laughs> and Bovine Jorney <laughs> got mashed together. Bovine Jorney. Um, but, yeah, so, uh, wait, what is this one? This is a checkers commercial. Oh, this is a checkers commercial. We don't need this. But uh, Max Underwood. Hey there, Max. You just said, yeah. You just said it is the same. Yeah, yeah. See, I could tell in the just the the sound of his voice, like I could hear it. But no. Um, moving on to other beer news, though. So kind of the big trend is you talked about this, Eric, doing cereal beers. Oh, that's, that's a sensitive subject. Yeah. <laughs> A very sensitive subject. Well, apparently Kellogg's is partnered with Seven Brothers Brewing. and I know where you're going already. Just go ahead. Well, fortunately, it's not a 100% market ploy. 
It's they're going to be using leftover cereal. It, they're not just going to be sending them cereal to me. It's leftover cereal. So they were like, we need a way to upcycle this leftover cereal that we have at our factory. And so they're going to be sending it to Seven Brothers Brewing. Who's going to be using this to brew? Well, I think four different beers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know how I feel <laughs> about that. Like, let's put some quality ingredients in the beer and not Old cereal. recycled cereal, <laughs> processed <laughs> grain product. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. Let me what see here. It's different if you're just using like the marshmallows. You know, is that we the all brewery love in that. Florida? Seven, seven Brothers. I've never even heard of this brewery. I feel like it's in Florida. Randy. Wait, are we talking about uh, a brewery that has... Look up you know Seven Brothers know. Brewing. See where I want to know which Kellogg cereal they're going to be using in this beer. This says Salford-based brewery. Salford? Where is Salford? It sounds like it's UK like or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the hell? And uh, see, they're going to be... See, the, the idea with cereal beers is you want it to taste like the bowl of milk of the cereal you had when you were done drinking it as a child. That's where I think it should all stem from. But I don't want to have, like, some reprocessed... I, I think, it, I think it is England because it says here, uh, the cereal giant has again teamed up with the Salford-based brewery to release two more beers made from unused Cocoa Pops known oh, as Cocoa Krispies in some countries. Cocoa so they're just donating the old cereal or whatever, yeah. the oddities. Yeah. Or, uh, they're going to be doing an IPA and, uh, and it looks like a stout. Yeah. The Sling It Out Stout will use 80 kilograms of Kellogg's okay. Cocoa Pops. So it's nothing that hasn't been done before a million no. times in the U.S. pretty much. Yeah. And they're uh, basically just partnering with Kellogg is all it is. Yeah. yeah. They're using sugary, chocolatey cereal and not like... I, I was thinking that like, okay, we have dust and pieces <laughs> left over from like <laughs> puffed corn and puffed rice yeah. and puffed wheat. Right? And you take that and brew a beer, then maybe you know, it could be something of worth. But otherwise, you're just talking about throwing cereal in pastry stouts and that kind of thing. I can't do this yeah. right now. I'm sending this down the line to you, Eric. I don't want it either, man. Oh, oh God. We, we, don't, we dumped God. all of us. We literally, that's the <laughs> beer we don't talk about. It sounded so good. I'll sit it right here. Such so. a failure. Let me get it. It'll be fine. Come on, Randy, chug it. Get ready for some coconut gasoline. Should we, should we move on to another... Yeah, let's open us another. So I opened that one, so then we can do this one. All right. I also brought these Victory Mango. I feel like that. Victory Golden Monkey Mango or whatever they're called. I'm going to use those. I'm going to try to bounce us between these crazier ones. All right. So we've got a palate cleanser. Just so you know, heads up, spoiler alert on these beers. They're not the greatest. I think I've had this one before, (laughs) and I wasn't too. (laughs) Just so you know. Oh, thanks. I mean, the election's coming up. I had to bring back the Hillary Clinton pour. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had to. This is nothing <laughs> but... <laughs> wow. Okay, careful. Careful. Oh, my God, it's still... Okay. Looks like that one had a little little problem on the top. Yeah, it, it had been dropped or something. Right, you guys are saying this, right? Oh, this is going to be the burpiest podcast ever. Like, I poured that very carefully. 
none of us agree. Just all stated like, yeah, I'll take just it. Look at it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that, oh. So light. <laughs> light as air. It smells good. <laughs> it does, it does the first good. one I was like, okay, the can's been dropped. Maybe I didn't pour it the greatest. But after that, I was like, no. Some potent foam. It's a nice bouquet of yeah. foam. So we may revisit this once the froth dies down. Yeah, we'll hold off on that. Uh, well, let's get into one of these. What are these that you brought here? Uh, rye whiskey barrel-aged old ale and a, a wheat whiskey barrel-aged old ale from North Coast. It's the old stock uh, cellar reserves. 2014 on both of them. Okay. Well, yeah, let's crack into one of these. Yeah. Um, they both look the same from behind, if you know what I mean. I think the one on the right's the rye, the one on the left's the wheat. Um, pass your used glasses down this way. Let's take, let's do the rye. Uh, my, arms are, my arms are way too short. So while we're cracking into this, I'll uh, talk about this a little bit. So it's last week was kind of a big week for Texas. I just thought this was neat. It's not, I mean, it's sort of beer related, but I just thought it was neat. So they passed one sweeping bill that did quite a number of things. It, A, it banned red light cameras. Yes. It had uh, legislation in there that helps protect freedom of speech. You guys know that's a big thing to me. Not only that, though, it allows for bottle sales and to-go sales from breweries, which was previously outlawed down there. And then it also allows delivery beer sales to be a thing, which I don't know why delivery beer isn't, hasn't been a thing. Well, there was a guy in Chattanooga that started it for a little bit. I don't know if he still does it anymore. Yeah, I think he got in trouble. I don't see yeah. his ads. Not or like his I don't <laughs> see anything about him. And I, I think he know. was just He's a guy that Facebook was like... Facebook ads. Yeah. It was crazy. I mean, you think you're, you're saving drunk people a trip to the store to get more beer for them. Yeah. I mean, I could see that it would work. Are the cops going to let me call them to, like, hey, I need a 24-pack. Yeah. Swing it by for me. I mean, what yeah. law is getting broken there? Is it just Uncle Sant? Like, there's a tax getting missed? Uh, Probably a carding issue yeah. and, you know... Yeah. yeah, there's some licensing, some... Yeah, the man didn't get his cut to get in on that. Yeah, someone's just paying him to transport. Maybe it's because he's putting like an extra tax on it somehow or something. I, I had it probably has to do with the licensing because I mean seriously, somebody orders it, you show up, you're going to deliver it to them, and it could it could be easy for a bunch of nineteen. I'm sure it's it. a big liability thing, and like yeah, <laughs> they probably don't sell insurance for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sit this one over there for Randall. Oh my! Yeah, that smells like a that's a that's a beer. Tobacco Ooh. and raisins all day. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's got the same sort of leathery raisin tobacco pouch like a that the uh, sort of. oh. Utopias had. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah it's it, good. It's, it, it's, got a, it's a little oxidized. Like, I think it might be on the downslope, so I'm glad we're drinking these. Uh, it's a little oxidized on the finish, a little... Ooh. Little cardboardy, but man, right up front, that is that's pretty fantastic. 
What's the ABV yeah, on this? It's probably not to look. I kind of don't want to know. Twelve and a half. I think fourteen. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Contains alcohol. Yeah, we know North Coast. Um, thirteen point seven five percent. Old stock cellar reserve is a small batch, limited release that has been aged in rye whiskey barrels. The aging process gives this two world class beer or this world-class beer, an added layer of complexity, a memorable drink that should be enjoyed as a completely unique offering. Indeed. It is completely unique. That's some life. Hmm. Some, re- <laughs> some reality. You know, that, you know, they say barley wine is life. Old ale is reality. Is that what they say? No, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I just made that up. I don't think so. <laughs> you should do it with it. it People would agree with you. Oh, it feels super creamy. That's what she tastes like way thicker ah, than it looks. I will say this is like maybe the absolutely last thing I would want to drink on a humid day like today. Yeah. It's but nice it's and cool in here. I'm yeah. glad I'm not sweaty. That's for sure. Yeah, my nest is programmed to crank it down to like 69 on podcast nights. It's a good number. Yeah. So wait, back to the beer delivery thing. Even if you carded people and you and you were like hey the man i'm carding these people it has to be a tax issue you know also i think it probably like a distribution thing yeah and the and the only reason you have to have distribution is because of taxes is it just having that third i mean it's super easy to open up a distribution company you gotta have that fridge man big cooler you're ready to go (laughs) but i'm sure he didn't have a big yeah Basically, it boils down somebody in this town wasn't making money off of it. Mm-hmm. They were like, all right, we're going to put you out of this. And yeah. We're pay it. And they just killed him. They probably cemented his feet <laughs> like in Dick Tracy and threw him off the walking bridge. But I mean, how long before Uber delivers alcohol? Probably not long. Well, not long in Texas at all. <laughs> there you go. When's That's it start? Uh, it goes into effect September 1st. Nice. Yeah. So into the summer pretty much. And... Be lots of Lone Star delivered. Yeah, I don't Boy, necessarily know what the stipulations are. Like, if it's just a. Uh, well, uh, you said breweries can sell beer to go now, but what about like? I mean, I don't keep up with many breweries in Texas, but Jester King has releases all the time and sells beer to go. So, how are they getting around that? I wonder if it's like are, are they in Texas? Where you had to take a tour, maybe. Oh yeah, they're in Austin. Uh, they're outside of Austin. Austin. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, there was some. Remember Georgia, you had to take a tour to get certain package uh, to go. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. So it's probably the same thing. And Georgia, you got to do something funny. I can't. The last time why. I went to Creature Comforts, that rule was still in place. And yeah. Me and the girl I was with got in trouble for not taking the tour. Like we had to take the tour, or we couldn't get our beer. I was like, I don't want to take the same as any other brewery tour. Yeah. I don't care. Just give me the beer. <laughs> Yeah, but they it's made a great us attitude about beer, man. <laughs> Do they have a speed tour where they go through like? Here's no, you have to go through the whole spiel, and it's nah, like an hour nah, long tour beer. to get a six pack. Uh, like, why don't you just let me buy this from you? Yeah, no thanks. Maybe mm. because they're like a tap room or whatever instead, and they're not actually selling so beer. Back ass country rules. Oh, make. What is that? that don't know what that, that was. That was yeah. really loud. Yeah, I need to do some cable management Sorry, over here. I gotta hang some new hooks. Um, trying to stretch my legs in here. Bad idea. You killed my train of thought, man. You killed it. Texas <laughs> beer delivery. Uh, yeah. So I wonder. From the way I understood it, the 
the tap rooms could sell to go because that's what they do. But a brewery, and it's it was basically one case that you're allowed per day to buy from there. So, which I don't even, that's another thing. It's like same as in Georgia. I don't know why that's a big deal. I mean, they changed the rules now. You can buy it directly from the brewery. But you had to take the tour to get X amount of ounces. It's like microphone. I mean, Tommy's been there too. You can only get a certain amount of beer mm-hmm. by ounce in the location they're at because some deal they made with the people. Hmm. Oh, yeah. They gave good. you a bracelet and you, yeah, you they mark your bracelet as yeah. you drink. Like, so they make sure they don't serve you more than a certain number of ounces. And I'm pretty crazy. sure it was like a microphone in Chicago. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. And I think it was what, 64 ounces? I feel like. Yeah, something like that. Might have been even less. Yeah, maybe. I know you could get a flight and like a pint, maybe. And that was mm-hmm. the max you could do. Yeah, like 42, 48 yeah, ounces or something. And is that a Chicago law? Like, do all No, it was just the the agreement with the people that opened the brewery to the neighborhood was, you kind of, it's, it's way out of Chicago. Well, ju- yeah, just because those people didn't want rowdy drunk yeah, people running much. around. Yeah, that's still dumb, though. It's like, we're trying to bring a business to you fucks. Like, come on. Have a couple and it's not even like microphones. Not somewhere. even really in a neighborhood. No. It's like it's an industrial it's like, park. Yeah, kinda. it's like kind of in the back of like this industrial like business area. Like, and you look at the directions when you're in Chicago, and you're thinking, okay, it's in Chicago. And next, thing, it's a 45 minute drive because it's the, like, but it's only four miles, but yeah. it still took 45 <laughs> <Yeah>. minutes. <laughs> so I don't know. Different crazy rules. Uh, I just tasted this Life in the Clouds IPA from Collective Arts. Not okay yeah it's very bland and it may be might be a it, little out of date it's it may it be, be but it coming was also off this raspberry like, and coming it also off looked this. like it dropped so that kind of mm-hmm. is it out of date no date on it yeah no date it does taste a little bit old people though. are getting clever they're like we're not gonna put dates on this so they can't tell. but it could just be most shaken. of the collective art stuff is good though mm-hmm. but yeah, I guess you got to catch them right when they drop. And I this one has been be around a minute. I also yeah. get a plasticky smell in it. I remember it fresh being fairly decent. It wasn't like life changing, but it wasn't bad. It smelled great still. It's kind of catty. <clears throat> Simcoe. A little catty. It's catty. I'll take some more. It's a little of that, skunky. That garage over there. <laughs> I like that guy. I guess we had the 2018. That's 2019. Yeah, last year it was just raspberry. This year it's raspberry blackberry. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Speaking of blackberry sours in Riverside, uh, there's an Orpheus one on draft right now down there that is fire. It's uh, nothing left behind, I think. Yeah, because nothing left to give was the raspberry one that we had in package. And then I got nothing left behind on draft now, the blackberry sour from them. So good. God, that's so hefty. It's mine. <laughs> like I always say, that's typical Tommy fashion. <laughs> Got it's barley curly and gray. <laughs> All these beers have been very different from each other. Right. Yeah, <laughs> we're running the <laughs> spectrum here. Do we want to split up both of these? With something that's completely different. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That bean spirit. Because you can kind of get the rye like character on this one. We should definitely do something in between and then go back to the other one to get the 
kind of sweetness of the. What's the uh, Yazoo over there? Oh, it's a open batch one, uh, cool shipped and uh, with different fruits and spices. But this one, as far as what I read, it's only ra- just raspberry. Delicious. So Man, their embrace this funk stuff is. That's that is really that's good. their stuff. We had a tasting yeah. with them last weekend, last Friday, and that was the highlight of like everything. It was very, very good. Oh, I should have dumped that. I, w- I was sitting here quiet debating. I was like, what can I dump this in? Because I gave my fucking buckets to Micah so it could go gold panning. And I was like, what can I do? Can you grab that bucket, that trash can over there, and just take the bag Sold. out? Because I was like, no, I'll just down it. And that was a mistake. You can just dump into one of these glasses. Yeah, I was thinking I was I was I was like I can dump it in that foggy unclean glass. But nope, I'll just have this back here. He needed it to Dude, go if I ever get to design to go a studio panning? from scratch, I'm gonna put a drain in the motherfucking floor. <laughs> That's just a great idea. Maybe a ditch. Just yeah, a straight just up little trench. Drainage, just hose trench. it down afterward. Gold panning? Yeah, he... He got some wits in his knickers. I don't even know if that's a phrase, but it is got now. those wits in his knickers and uh, decided, uh, yeah, he was going to buy some gold panning because there's gold everywhere. It's just so tiny that it's like he'll never find a nugget yeah. or anything, but he may find enough granules that eventually really? it amounts to something. Where is he doing this? You're just doing it in creeks and whatnot. Just creeks in yeah. general? Just around? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's sort of how you do that. Yeah, 100%. all right. Yeah. So he's I'm been trying gold. To see painting. how that pans out. There's gold in them hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. He's gone full prospector. He's got the beard for it. I show up. It'll be in overalls one day, yeah. and just adopt that accent. It's like, yeah, I got well, my, I got my gold steel over there. I got my moonshine steel up the hill up there, and he'll just like, well, Nan, and then I store and make banjos picture. in that shed. Hold my pan. <laughs> No, he's got a pan, just like that green one right there. Identical to it. He'll have two teeth left. It it was pretty interesting. He was telling me about how... (laughs) Like, I've actually learned about it going to the creek with him and him messing around with it. Is gold, like, if the river bends, if there is gold, it will tend to stick to the inside of, like, that bend in the river. And also, it's the heaviest material that's going to be in the creek. So you have to get down in the sediment, and then eventually you weed it out and then get it down to such fine granules that you can use a magnet to get the last bit of iron and shit out of there, and then what you have left is gold. Gold! Your gold! (laughs) Want to know where the gold's at? And he he thinks he knows. Solid gold. <laughs> Tanner would make the best prospector. Actually, we talked about this, didn't we? <laughs> Did we? I think we go back to the Halloween episode of Kirby. We talked about you being a prospector, how you'd be the best prospector ever. Jeez, I'm going to have to go rewatch that. I do not remember that conversation <laughs> at all. At all. But... Just no, like you were dressed up for. Uh, remember Halloween? It was a. Uh, oh yeah, and I had yeah, I was dressed up as McCready from the thing. Yeah. And I had on that stupid. My hat wasn't quite big enough for the character, but it looked like just a dusty prospector's hat. <laughs> that was actually the first episode I remember seeing Eric on. That was the one I was here for too. Fuck you. Randy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm not a. I don't. I don't watch everyone. I'm gonna be. A, I'm not gonna lie here. Did you just fart? No, the chair. 
<laughs> Who is What's going on back there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was on his phone when I walked by. Dude, Tommy, can I get a little dabble of that phone. water of yours? <laughs> <In here>? <laughs> <laughs> Am I the only one that came prepared here? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Typically. Yeah, that's good. No, this was a uh, no bueno. Let's open up one of these monkeys here. Good thing uh, you're sponsored by Riverside Wine and Spirits, and uh, you did not have to pay for that life in the clouds. Well, and honestly, one of the reasons I nabbed it is I saw, I was like, well, you guys probably marked it down because one of you all dropped it or it got banged or something. And... Uh, I was actually curious if it affected the flavor because I've had that beer before and this actually is a really good beer. Um, and I think we may have even had it on here. I can't remember, but we may have had it on here several episodes back. But yeah, I was curious how it affected the flavor, which it clearly did. Well, that's a different so. can art than the one I think we had last time or you had. Yeah. Really? Uh, it, might just, it might just be old. Yeah, that's true. I can't catch them all. I try, I try and be vigilant about these IPA dates. You, you got to weed out if some you of know the... me, you know I'm vigilant on the dates. He's pretty vigilant. Yeah. I'm not going to sell you no bunk old IPAs. Try not to. No, let's uh, probably have to open two of these. We got three, so let's... Oh, old Brett can... here. All right, can't. Jesus, Brett. What's his last name? Brett Cross. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I know that. What did guy. you write here? Oh my God. <laughs> hey, you're way too redneck, Brett, to actually write that. You copy, copy and pasted paste. that whole MF and thing. And That's don't a copy lie. paste. Don't lie. You're probably drinking a Bud Light right now, anyways. And you're fired for doing Wait, that. What, what is it? What's it say? Can you post like a too long didn't read? Like, we're in the middle of a show, man. <laughs> They've been typing since we started. What's it say? Jeez. It's and thus, at the beginning of time, there were four quantities. There were hops, there were barley, there was malt and water. Together, they came together and formed beer. Just that. What, is, what was all that about? Goodness. You just got to know, Brit. Love you, Brit. Jeez. You fucking redneck. Post a summation, man, and we'll react to it on here, but we can't read that on the air. Good Lord. It's outrageous. That was a novel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Look at Brandon. <laughs> Wait, is he got a too long didn't read? He says he did. Wow. Yeah, Man, I don't you usually is, put those at the end. That is professionally worded and like he's That's got, why I know it didn't come from he's him. He's got like paragraphs and stuff going there. Brett, you don't even know what a period is. Well, in grammatical sense. This smells pretty good. Oh, I love bread. He'll take this with a grain of salt. Yeah, I think I met him a time or two over at the, oh, you have. the brew market. There he is. That sexy, oh, yeah. He just that sexy man. He just added me on, uh, oh, on yeah. Facebook a couple Probably days ago. Probably comes down to Riverside a couple times. Hmm. See, if he has, I don't recognize him, but I saw, you know, mutual brewing 
beer. You're famous Chattanooga now. beer friend, so. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're not casting these, You should go you? back up there. Go back, go back. Okay, right, yeah, right, right. we don't have permission to show there. What's images. up, Brett? Ah, Brett don't care. Well, I know he doesn't, but, like, the friends in his photos. It's not terrible. I am not it's a fan. It's the of this delivery beer. guy. Oh, oh, he posted something about yeah. the delivery man. No, I'm good. Okay, I may. Yeah, I'll read this on air. But like, Tommy, you just hate Belgian. Yeah, I'll do it. No, so maybe at the end. I was like, he's not gonna like that. That's or I'll racist. add like an extra bit of. Yeah, blonde. So Belgian style blonde with mango. Mm, it's just it's just very Belgian-y. It smelled good, but when I tasted it, it tastes I don't like really. it tastes like bubble gum, like all Belgian yeasty beers do to me. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I love you, Lambic. I love you, Flanders Red. But yeah. Hey. I actually don't despise. That was me that time. I yanked on the headphone one. cable. <laughs> and I moved it. I got to get this cable stashed. Snap, crackle, pop up in here. Yeah, I, well, we recently <laughs> rearranged the studio. That's why the cables are a mess in the floor. Is I didn't want to put them up until I had figured out if they were all working because it's a pain that because normally I have them stowed on the other side of the cable pristinely, but they're all good now. Yeah, I'm not a, a fan of this, and it may be I like sour the sour monkey the sour version of golden monkey i think it's it's good it's I, I drink it and it's it's high grab too it's one of the like one of those big 9% you know sour golden ales but yeah golden monkey and this twisted monkey just not my thing yeah not too belgiany really. and i i love uh i love a good double uh and i i like dark strong too i love the quads you know but the yeah, Weizen. Belgian blondes, triples, golden strongs. No, nope, not my thing. Hey, Tommy, do you have any of these uh, variants of this beer? I have tasted the bacon, and I've tasted the a couple others. I've, I've definitely had a few. I've got a couple of the barrel aged ones when I went up there last. And this time. is dark. It's like demon bile dark. It should be super sweet. I like that descriptor. Lots That's of nice. coffee. Ooh. <laughs> No, this smells like... Smells like bean spirit. <laughs> yeah. My favorite part of this can is actually put a little bean for the, the pee-pee and the actual, like... For the pee-pee? Yeah, what do yeah, you... I'm a, a parent here. You call it the pee-pee. I, <laughs> I see. Are you sure that's not a tail? That's not what my call... No, that's totally... That's the Nevermind that's the, album. That's the wiener. Oh, it that's, is. All their the beers best, are based you don't on want little kids running around being like, got my dick. But you know my son would. He would, but... He probably called his cock. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, this is the maple one. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is a ton of maple. Mm. It's like breakfast. Yeah, most of their beers, the guy's name's Microphone, and they're all based off music. Ooh, that's that's delicious. I didn't Smells expect like to like that. Smells like teen spirit. Yeah, he's definitely an old uh, like. Am I rocker. tasting caramel in there? It's, I think it's just all the maple, and yeah, this the stout the, okay, is, maple. is, is yeah. caramelly, but yeah. yeah, there's a ton of maple in that. What I really like about Microphone is that dude collabs Tugboat with coffee. everybody. Like Sumatra Mandaline, Sumatra Mandaline coffee. 
Yeah, it's pretty good, even it if is it is contract brewing. Oh, I know. <laughs> Dude, I'm fucking <laughs> slow tonight. I was like, Octopi I was still brewing, trying Milwaukee, to think Wisconsin. of like, what's he talking about using the bean for the pee pee? Smells like bean spirit. They've got, yeah, the album. Yeah, seriously, cover. every, yeah. every, every, yeah, every beer there. is musically based. Like, they have one called A Surprise Lift from Jeremy, you know, the song. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, there's tons of them. With a surprise. No, microphone is, uh, but this beer, it was kind of funny. We were wondering why Georgia got distro of this. Here's the uh, list right now. Shimmy, shimmy, yaw. Uh, heads will roll. Teleport. Massive. Uh, dude, love. ride the, he's that got a, one dude, guitar. He's got, oh, he's got a ride the dragon. What's the ride the dragon? Collab with Beer Project. Double dry hop IPA. Mosaic Strata. Got that Strata. Uh, that's a, you know, that's a shout out to sleep right there. Hey, do Haas match. We drank that at the Blue pool Haas one time. Yeah. That one guitar is Jukebox Hero reference. Double dry I've had that. Actually, I think I've, I've had, had, I've had Dude, got, These are deep cut references, too. You got to know some. Another some brick music. in the walnut. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> nice. Because I like Foreigner, but I wouldn't. That one guitar. <laughs> Actually, brought Tommy that back from uh, yeah. when I, my trip up there. Yep. I would have never right. put they put that it together. in these big giant bombers and thank God they're canning everything. Yeah. yeah. I don't mind 750s and stuff like that if it's fresh because I'm going to drink two cans. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. what's the difference, right? Man, this makes me want want some pancakes. Yeah, I know I have a barrel aged mm-hmm. one. Bre- I don't know if it's maple, eggs. but I do have a barrel aged yeah. version of this. It's like a, a storage nice, like. I didn't have the barrel aged, or well, I've had some barrel aged versions of this, but uh, the one I brought home when I was up there last year was, oh damn, what was it? I think you had the hazelnut, right? No, it it was. It's got the mouth on the front, biting the pencil. Oh, uh, the microphone check. One, two, no. no. It's not Mike Check. What the hell was the name of that thing? I see but it. It right was now. a barrel aged stout. It was the one with cinnamon, and it was delicious. Softly spoken lies. Yes, okay. <laughs> it was softly spoken lies. The The regular was just a cinnamon bomb and wasn't very drinkable, in my opinion. But man, that barrel aged, it tasted like cinnamon toast crunch. Like, we all ooh. need to beg Marcella. Oh, man, say, Marcella, send us all that stuff, please. Mmm. There's four packs. It's like four 12-ounce bottles, and it was $50. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. But it was delicious. I I only kept two of them, but uh, yeah. Wow. It was good stuff. <laughs> What's this uh, coming in at ABV-wise? It's only 8%. 8%. They do Imperial Smells Like Mean Spirit, which is the higher alcohol version. I'm fine with this. But they actually. always use really tugboat like coffee. And actually, you had some tugboat one time that I drank with you. I brought some beans home. When I and I'm definitely yeah. not a coffee snob. And mm-hmm. it was only coffee. I was like, that's actually pretty freaking good. If it's anything oh, yeah. like this beer. I like me some good coffee. I almost brought a uh, Black Hole Necromancer, the barrel-aged coffee from Dark Matter that uh, Toby picked up at Dark Lord for me this year. That sounds great. Shout out to uh, Toby. Who's popping and crackling? Is it? I was trying to figure out. I don't think it was any of us, unless it's my headphone cable, or it could be my headphone cable. Might be my headphone cable. This one seems pretty solid. I don't know. I hear it. Yeah, none of these are popping. I hear it kind of hissing when you tap that one. I don't even think the cable was doing it. Huh? I don't know. You cut that one off in there? Yeah, the mic's dead. Oh, okay. Well, I'll cut your receiver off. Well. <laughs> There's batteries on that shelf in there. 
Just take some, two double A's. There's bad. Ratty Randy ain't used to old stock ale. Oh. <laughs> Dad joke. I don't know. Get me just a smidge more of this. I like that. That yeah, may. Me too. That's yeah, so far. That's I mean, that might the mischief managed is always good, but that may be my choice for that's the night. That's a really good one. I actually expected to like that fucking monkey. But, yeah. Yeah, I thought I was going to like the uh, Twisted Monkey as well. That's why I bought a six-pack. And that's why the other three are over here. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Gotta love punning off your old beer. I figured we could at least try him. Maybe I was missing something. (laughs) Well, in their defense, that's... Both those are light beers. If, if I'm gonna tell you stacked right up now. against if you some like rough blue moonish kind of flavors with that, yeah. kind of, and with mango added to it for mm. a pull side crusher, because usually their monkeys are pretty high in alcohol. I feel. Yeah. The the other ones are. This one is like definitely the session one. But yeah, this is not designed for us. It's designed for the mass consumer that likes mango, and I mean, it would kill for that market for sure. It's not bad. Yeah. I didn't hate it. Just it. wasn't what I was looking for. Every the time I went cleanser. for one. Victory doesn't make really like bad beer. No, no, it's just not a style that I'm like. Yeah, Yeah, I'm. Did they leave the market for a little while too? I don't think so. Mm -hmm. I felt like they left the market, then it came back. I've always seen them around. I think, yeah, I think you're right because I think it, yeah, yeah, because they switched when uh, probably Carter probably carried it. Yeah, they Carter used to sell them, and then yeah, Cherokee dropped them. They went away, and now they're yeah through Lipman, yeah. But even now, like I used to love Dirt Wolf and uh, what yeah. was the, what was the Pale Ale, but by the time they get to us, like they're like yeah. a month from going out of date, and so I just don't even stock them anymore. Like kind of a bummer. I remember they had like a ranch series they did with hops too that was, seemed like it was really good. Hop Ranch or yeah. something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was Hop Ranch. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna savor that and dump this. I'm excited about this one. What you open over? You there? were talking about this one down at Riverside today and had it there, and you were like. Yeah, we've got a lot of those right now. For some reason, people don't know about them. So, went yeah. with it. You highly suggested it. Yeah, like I said, we tasted yeah. this last weekend at the store, and uh, it was kind of the highlight of the tasting for me. And these have been here since I started. Shout out whoever bought multiple cases of this <laughs> when they were working at Riverside. <laughs> but <laughs> there's still a bunch on the shelf, and yeah, it is fantastic. I really wish they would do like a Funkatorium thing with Yazoo. Like I've whole embraced the funk section. Aren't they moving? Weren't we they, talking about that? Yeah, time? they're about to move. I didn't even know that until she mentioned it at the tasting, the the rep that was down, and then I saw a post on Facebook just the other day that maybe they have one more week in the old tap room and then they're I think they just officially closed it yeah. as of like yesterday or okay. Sunday. Where were they at? The Gulch. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I went up to Nashville and, like, jumped around one day to a couple different breweries. And I was just by myself. But I lived in Nashville for a little bit and around that area. And when I was down at Bearded Iris and Southern Grist, I 100% had no idea where I was. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what's around they're trying me. Because they're trying to get out of that Broadway downtown yeah. vibe. Of, Which I'm happy for that. I hate that part of I mean, of how many shitty cover bands can you hear yeah. in a, a square mile, yeah. I feel like? It's where every bachelor party ever happens. 
Yeah, it's terrible. And then you plan it on the weekend of the draft and wonder why mm. <laughs> there's a bunch of overweight guys in football jerseys running around. But yeah, I had I know where things are at in Nashville, and I just follow directions to these places. And when I was there, I was like, Psh, I fucking... Southern Grist New Tap Room, though, man, I love that place. The one that's... Uh, the Nations. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think Bearded Iris has opened up a second location, if I'm not mistaken. Really? I haven't heard that. Yeah, I think our distro's been hit pretty hard because they're shifting towards that. Mm. I didn't. I, I knew they were expanding at the moment. I didn't know if that was like within that, like you know, warehouse that they're in. Because they, it looks like they got plenty of room to I, keep. Expanding they may be opening up there. another tap room across town or something. Oh, I know okay. there's something involved in that because I get these emails for the the brewing scene, mm. like business side of it and i feel like they either open up another tap room or they're expanding that's why it's yeah. been hit lately dude when i was at bearded iris which again that's the only time i've been there but i was honestly kind of a little let down the beer was good but they they had nothing on draft at that time that i couldn't have gotten at riverside and i'm guessing it was just a weird day it was well, a, most it was of a, that it stuff, was a Sunday. It was a random Sunday. There's a lot of stuff they brew that never hits this market down here. Yeah, but see, that's what I was excited about. I was, I was like, oh, they're gonna, you know, go in there. They're gonna have something. I know they're not, you know, everything they had on draft was stuff I could have gotten at Riverside. So that was a bummer. It was super crowded, and which was fine. Like I can make friends and talk to people, but I was just super bummed out that they didn't have any special thing on there and which leads me to what i was grabbing about before the show it's because they had just had a bottle release the weekend before mm-hmm. and it's like you got people here willing to buy your product that are coming here because you're a destination a beer destination but you have nothing to offer me here other than a more expensive version of what i could already get yeah. at home outside of me having to drive two hours that's that's surprising that they didn't at least have like a bunch of draft options. Maybe, yeah, typically okay, they okay, have the maybe, release. Maybe week not after. like you know. Yeah, maybe they got hit hard for cans, but that's surprising that there was nothing like draft wise. Yeah, it was just the standard. It was home style and just the standard. Wow, shit. But I feel yeah, like every time surprising. I've gone up there, I've never seen an empty tap. So you no. had to, you had to hit them at a weird moment. Yeah, they definitely had like full taps that's rolling. Sunday. But there was now just nothing do, on there that I hadn't had. Yeah, they're doing their uh, sour series and all this other mm-hmm. stuff, so you should have more options. Yeah. Yep. It, it was just a shock because all I hear from people, like, to the point where I was starting, to, the reason I went is I was like, I've got to go because I'm starting to get the negative cool, about though. it and starting to get a little peanut butter and jealous when I'm hearing all this. <laughs> like, yeah, we went up to Bearded Iris this sa- this Saturday or whatever. And I was like, fuck, I got to go. I hadn't been yet. And then I go, and it's just like... I could get all this shit at home. Like, yeah, what you did gotta I go, two hours yeah. for? See, Bearded Iris does their, I think they Friday release. And then Southern Grist Saturday sure, releases. Yeah. So you got to get there on a Friday when they mm. release the, and then same with Southern. See, that's the genius of how they've timed it out with each other. You do yours on Friday. We do our, our on Saturdays. You have people come up for your release. We'll release something. They're already in town. Yeah. So we're both going to benefit off this. See, and I went to Southern Grist and they had plenty of good stuff. I had well, a great the, time there. That Nation's Tap Room has, what, 28 taps? Or it's brewing, crazy. Yeah, they're brewing a lot of beer now. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy we don't get more of it in chat now. It's still very limited. And those stupid holders. <laughs> you know, like the cardboard holders? No. No. You pick up a four-pack, one can't hits the floor, it sprays everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it usually happens after you've bought it and you're getting in your car. 
That's how they're designed. I, I, I just think of that sign. It's like, you wouldn't hold a baby by the head. <laughs> Why are you holding your beer like that? <laughs> you got to put your hands under it, man. You got to support it. Nurture but all, it. The, all the hard plastic ones, never had a problem with. Never. But the sea turtles, man. The sea turtles. I, I seriously doubt we're killing them as much as the fishermen are. Just saying. Did you guys see where, uh, it's getting a little off your subject here, but I wanted to talk about it, um, where Bill Cosby was treating, tweeting out over Father's Day weekend? Yeah, you wouldn't carry a baby with one hand, would you? You treat Eric, your beer any differently? Look, look, look closely, Eric. This probably explains a lot about my son. <laughs> yes. I just toss him like a yarn dart everywhere. Shout out, Colin. We're going to have a show with Colin. I've already told him. We're going to sit here and drink beer and let him watch the YouTube videos. So we can just see. You can have an idea of what kids are watching nowadays. Because in our day... I would never, ever, ever sit here and watch you two play a video game for hours on end and not get to play it. And that's what they do. They watch yes. videos of kids do. playing video games. I'm like, that was the or opening and playing with toys that they don't yeah. have. Like yeah. that blows my mind. I'm like, why? And these people have uh, seriously the engineering family. These people have millions of followers, and their videos come out in one day, and it's like seven million views. And you have to watch a YouTube video from beginning to end. For it to count as a whole view, mm. and immediately it's just a, a rich child, like a rich child opening toys. That's it, and playing with them, and children watch it. Dude, the internet has brought so it's. We thought porn was going to be the downfall. No, it's that. Well, and oddly enough, porn pushes shit in a positive way. It does. In a in a weird way. <laughs> Literally, like <laughs> like we wouldn't have YouTube without. Porn? We wouldn't have DVDs without porn? That would got be. Like, <laughs> it's a strange... This uh, old stock got me. <laughs> Sorry, I apologize. We got another one to drink, too. That was inappropriate. Dude, do we have to? <laughs> the answer to that question is always yes. Yeah. It's, oh, my God. Oh, my so, God. So, anyway, so what? who's tweeting what? No, I wanted to talk about this. Is uh, Who... I don't even have a Twitter. I've never even looked at it. Yeah, I hate Twitter. I, I think Twitter is one of the worst modern inventions of society. I think it's terrible. It started off as a great idea. Like, no, this is useful to disseminate information very quickly. Started out, great idea. It turned negative so quick. Like, so quick. Thanks, the internet. And uh, Bill Cosby was apparently, which I don't get this. I thought he was in jail, so I don't know how he's yeah, tweeting. Because how he, um, he doesn't go to regular people jail. That's true, yeah. He's probably got a cell phone Same in jail as Martha Stewart went to. Right. It's like in the but, Hamptons. Uh, yeah, he was apparently <laughs> tweeting out on Father's Day, and it was like, happy Father's Day. I'm still America's dad. <laughs> oh, my God. Damn. And somebody from the Collider cue, cue the podcast Coast, uh, had the best response, yeah. <laughs> replied right back to him and was like, Cosby, you're a comedian. Read the room. Right. Damn. Yeah, read the room. <laughs> and it's like, for real, like, just yeah. senility, I guess. I don't know. Or maybe he What has he got to lose now, though? Yeah, what's he going to lose? But it's been a... a that's storm. a pretty gangster Jesus, thing to what say. A man with nothing's got nothing to lose. He's, that's pretty it's gangster. Like I mean, yeah. Roof. He gives no he gives no fucks. You can actually seriously listen to an interview, and you wouldn't think about it, but uh, it was Richard Pryor's wife was talking about how 
their characters were totally opposite of what they played. So Bill Cosby was dirty as hell yeah. outside his like comedy, and Richard Pryor was the nicest, sweetest man ever. But when he got on stage, he was a different character, mm-hmm. and they actually flipped their roles. And she was like, "Oh, I believe all that happened because mm-hmm. he was aggressive. He was very, very like Bob Saget." Yeah, <laughs> you have the the Full House dad, and then you have Comedy. that guy. Yeah, yeah. and uh, which a little different. I don't want to. I like Bob Saget. No, no, that's yeah. what I'm saying. But like, yeah, their their characters are but, portrayed. Differently. Yeah, it's completely different. I remember when I first saw Bob Saget's. I didn't even. I grew up watching Full House, like most people. But America's funniest home videos and America's funniest home videos. Yeah, that's the OG YouTube. It's a very good point. And um, I grew up watching him, and it wasn't until I got older that I I saw him on Entourage when I was in college. I was like, wait, he's a comedian. I was like, I guess that makes sense. So I went and looked up his shit. That led me to seeing the Aristocrats film, or Aristocrats film. The Aristocrats. Which is... Aristocrats. <laughs> do you guys know what that is? Like, I remember the Disney version. No, see, no, that's the Aristocrats. The Aristocrats, the Aristocrats, yeah. Aristocrats yeah. is... Uh, and I won't do it on here because it's... I don't want to alienate that again. many people. Yeah. But um, <laughs> the basic concept of the joke is... It's just the setup. The joke is in what you actually tell. So... You basically you can make it as dirty as and, you want. And that's want. what's funny about it is to see different people's takes on it and just see how fucked up and dirty they get with it. And the basic setup is a family goes in to see a talent agent. And they say, we've got a talent. You need to book us right now. Blank. Then you fill it in with whatever their talent is. And yeah, the guy says, a, okay, let me see your show, you know, and the family comes out and yeah. performs. And then from there, you can just improv whatever... Yeah disgustingness you want to you want to put on that performance and there's a documentary about this joke because it's for a long time it was kind of an inside joke in the comedy community and it's basically just all these famous comedians telling their version of the joke joke. and like Whoopi goldberg's version for example (laughs) has the daughter sheathing herself and her mother's vaginal lips and it's just like, it gets crazy. And each comedian's, and the, the purpose is one. to make the it Bob fucked Saget up. The Bob Saget one is one of the best ones. Uh, yeah. He kills it on that thing. No, it's it's hilarious. And if you're into... Gilbert just, Godfrey is on there, yeah, too. The yeah. Gilbert Godfrey one is really good. I think Andy Dick's in there. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Mark Maron. I can't remember if he's in there, if I'm thinking about another comedy documentary, but... Yeah, it's a, it's a funny joke. It's not for the light... Like, I would not tell that joke to my parents. They would not understand like why it's funny. Like it's it's just absurdism. That's the humor of it. It's just pure absurdism. And uh, I'll pull some up after the show. But um, I'm glad I'm the only, I'm not the only one who hasn't seen that. No, it's I'll pull up the Bob Saget. I'm so one far behind show. on comedy that it didn't even. <laughs> the aristocrats. But uh, but back to Tweet Fest here. There was some other tweeting going on. So it was the 25th anniversary. The 25th of the OJ verdict here the other day and on said 25th anniversary who do you think went and got a twitter oh, the juice himself who do you I think, think went and got a twitter the juice yeah may have juice. and so he apparently got into a tweet argument with a guy and he didn't realize that dms couldn't be like copy and pasted and so he got in this tweet argument with the guy and the guy had like he had like 300 followers it was nothing and um <laughs> you got the juice now and so he got in this argument and he was like yeah you need to shut the fuck up i'll come stab you 
and was like threatening this guy. Oh my god! Over direct Twitter message on the anniversary. A man with nothing has nothing to lose. I'm telling you. But I this dude's Icarus. He's flying so close to the goddamn sun. Which also, how is he tweeting? I thought he was in jail. No, he's out. He's out now. Yeah, he's out on parole. He lives yeah. in Florida somewhere. Ah. The juice is, in fact, loose. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The juice is loose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that happened, what, several years ago, right? I Which I, I will say the guy that was messaging him was being kind of a dick. He's like, oh, yeah, is that what you told Nicole? You know what I'd say? I'd be like, let me see your Heisman trophy. <laughs> oh, you don't have one. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's why he robbed that pawn store. I was going to say, yeah, he robbed a pawn store to get it back, right? Yeah. <laughs> or, no, it was like a trade show, like, like thing, right? It, like, it was something, yeah. yeah, but he robbed he, it to he, get his Heisman yeah, or something back. Yeah, he set back. up the guy that was trying to, like, sell it and, like, stole it back from him. <laughs> but, like, That's mine. Anyways, I'm stealing something that's not yours. It's mine. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, OJ's got some getting even to do. All right. The juice is loose. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought that was odd. I thought that was odd. Just uh, the Chewbacca did, defense. Yeah. Did you all watch that show that came out with Cuba Gooding Jr.? Dude, it was solid. Apparently. Was it the OJ trials? Yeah, it's called the People versus OJ yes, Simpson. It's an incredible show. And apparently Cuba Gooding Jr., the he shot every scene with Both ways. two takes primarily, one where he acted it as if he were guilty and one where he acted as if he was innocent. And then the director chose which take they used in the final edit. And I was like, that's pretty neat. Who are you texting over here on a podcast? Oh, yeah, you can go get up and piss. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we can. We're allowed to piss on here. Piss break. Just go, man. Just go. But uh, we were talking about this a little bit before, but the Joker movie. Todd Phillips came out, which I don't know how I feel about this movie. Just because it's seemingly not connected to any of the which I don't know how it would be now because Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck are both out of the Warner Brothers stuff. It may just be a standalone, like, Joker film. I think that's weird, though. I, like, I don't see how you have Joker without Batman. Well, I mean, there's nothing to say Batman's not in there yet. That's true. I mean, they have shown a young Bruce Wayne. So they're set, they are setting it up like the Waynes are in this, but they're setting it up where Bruce Wayne, when this takes place, is like 10 years old. But you got you got to think about the Joker, Joaquin Phoenix. He's a good actor, and based off the that, preview we that saw is in the Godzilla, one thing that's selling me on it. Yeah, and he's supposed to be a comedian. Yeah, and he's a failed comedian that just loses his shit. That that is the one thing that sells me on it is just that I'm a fan of his as an actor, and I like Todd Phillips. But I didn't. I don't take Todd Phillips as a serious well, director. Like we were talking about as it, in like this is serious a hard films. R. Yeah. So all we saw was him just being you know, getting made fun of as a comedian and running off. Mm-hmm. I guarantee there's some di- like super sadistic stuff going to happen. I've been the- reading. Apparently it's very similar to taxi driver from what I've been reading. It's like a Joker version of the movie taxi driver. Who's making this? Um, it was being produced by Scorsese, but he had to drop out. But Todd Phillips is doing it. And Todd Phillips did I mean, what, the hangover what, movies. He did. Studio? Um, Warner, Warner Brothers. Brothers, yeah, yeah. But I mean, whatever. the preview here, you watch it. I mean, it's it doesn't show him being crazy. It just kind of shows you a build up to, and the makeup's good too. Yeah, it looks cool. I like that it takes place during the seventies. 
I heard about this. I don't think I actually watched the trailer because <clears throat> I'm pissed at the DC Cinematic Universe because it's terrible. I thought it was going to be more of that. So. I would say I would want to see this Joker versus Ben Affleck Batman. Oh, for sure. Joaquin Phoenix like is those a good DC actor. movies, the new ones, except Wonder Woman, were pretty much all shit. Yeah, here you go. But Ben Affleck as Batman, I would love to see him battle this Joker. And but, see, the Joker's always been older in the original series. The yep. Joker's way older than Bruce yep. Wayne was. And it's like, maybe they're going to bring him around and he's going to be one of the villains in these new Robert Pattinson. He's going to be the Joker to the Robert Pattinson Batman. Older. But you can tell he's very sadistic, though, without really revealing it. See, I like it's in the 70s and it's like grimy and gross. But, and it looks great. It's shot great. I just don't know what I think about it. It being disconnected, assumingly disconnected from other things. And then it's directed by Todd Phillips, who is a good director. But he's mostly known for comedies. I mean, Bill Murray plays some serious roles and being good at it. Yeah. I mean, is the Joker movie not in one way or another a comedy in and of itself? Could be. Well, they say comedy is the hardest to do. Is like anybody can fake cry and whatnot. I mean, not anybody, but you get what I'm saying. Is that? But you can see he's starting to lose it. Yeah. So. See, I bet all this goes down. This is the preview. Twenty minutes though. This is the preview in in Godzilla. This is the exact same one. Mm -hmm. If it's from the point of view of the Joker, it's going to be absolutely a fucking dark, dark comedy, which I am all about. See, and that guy on the TV, that's Thomas Wayne. There's yeah. Bruce Wayne. Uh, this looks, that looks good. Yeah, it looks really good. Then what am I missing? Because I'm not sold on it. What? It's because it's I mean, a it DC looks cool. Movie. It or looks cool. I like Walking Phoenix. But because it's a DC movie, I just, I'm like, it's going to suck. Maybe this is their chance of reinventing themselves. Could be. Which I would love that if they took the DC moves, they were like, okay, we'll let Marvel have the fun, Disney, family-friendly, action-adventure, comic book okay. movies. We'll like, go and then and they exactly. just go like, no, we're going to make this shit for adults. And the thing is, it's going to be R-rated. Though, right? this is gonna be, that's going to be R-rated? Yeah, yeah, a hard R is yeah. what they say. Yeah. Well, then cool. But I don't know if this is part of a bigger universe, though. Like, as far as I know, it's just a standalone Joker movie that's kind of like Taxi Driver. I'm fine with that. I don't want to have to watch universe of movies. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to see Batman that. fight that that Joker. That's all I want. See, maybe there's a sequel with the Batman in that yeah. same universe. Well, that's what I was that, saying. That is dark, gritty Batman. They recast Robert Pattinson as a young Batman. Okay. And um, This may be the prequel. So, yeah. yeah, this may be the prequel to that. Oh, what do you then, know? Start with the prequel? Oh, what and a novel the, and concept. That would kind of be neat, Start actually. The beginning of the fucking is story? Where it's le- up until now in Batman so Canon. So to jump back, man. <laughs> up until now in Batman Canon, it's been that, it's kind of been Batman is responsible for creating the Joker, whether yeah. whether it's been he literally pushed him into the vat of acid or more metaphorical is that no, because Batman, Maybe Batman made the city so crazy. Joker. That's what I'm saying is it kind of flips the script a little bit and makes it where instead of Batman creating Joker, the Joker creates Batman. Well, there's a lot of Joker origin stories. My personal favorite is the killing joke. Mm. But, uh, but yeah. So, I mean, I, 
I didn't expect this movie to be anything like that. Of course, like mm. that's that's. Well, they've got the comedian like aspect of it and all that. Sort of, yeah. But yeah, um, if they did the real deal killing joke, yeah, it would yeah, be, that's, it that's would a be fucked even, up movie right there. Yeah. That's what I would want. I still have an OG copy of that from when I was a kid. Nice. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah. I can't, I've not read it in a while, but what's so fucked up about it? I remember reading it, but just oh, being like, oh, it's like, a Batman story. They uh, pissed off Gordon. He, he kidnaps Gordon's daughter. He yeah. shoots her in and, the spine and paralyzes, paralyzes her, which is how she becomes Yeah, Oracle. she becomes the Oracle, but, so. But he, uh, he puts her on a, he puts Gordon on a roller coaster and like forces him to watch clips of like him shooting her and oh. stuff like that mm. and like doing fucked up shit. Like so I still don't think that's bad, but maybe that says more about me. Yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah, it's it's pretty dark. I remember reading it as a kid, and being like, "Whoa, yeah. <laughs> it's got way darker than what I was expecting." Yeah, yeah, Whoa. yeah, definitely. Yeah, he might have sex with her. Uh, yeah, or I something think he like does. he. I'm not. I'm not sure. He's got her down in like to her underwear and tied up and is taking pictures and showing them to Gordon and stuff. It's yeah. it's pretty Yeah, it's pretty, pretty it's pretty dark. Yeah. Dude, speaking of that, I watched a pretty good movie recently called The Gift. It's a uh, Joel Edgerton Joel Edgerton, who was in the second thing movie. He also played Uncle Owen Lars in Attack of the Clones. Um he directed and stars in it, but basically it had a good twist. I don't want to reveal it because I actually go watch it. It's called The Gift. It came out in 2015. But this guy is, one of the characters does this thing to like, he's basically trying to torture an old bully is what he's trying to do. And he sends him this video, but he cuts it and it looks like he's about to rape this dude's wife, but he cuts it. And then shortly after his wife gets pregnant. So he gets inside of this dude's head where you don't even know as the audience, even by the time it's over, you're like, well, is that child his? Like, did he rape her? And that's the revenge or is the revenge just that he got inside of this dude's head. And now he's constantly going to wonder this and his kid's entire life. Like, is this my kid? Damn. And I was like, man, that's some crazy shit. That is some crazy. Yeah. Shit. I'm thankful. I know who, who it just made me think from. of the Joker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There is no doubt. But I don't know. Yeah, if it connects to the Robert Pattinson movies. But I also, think I'm telling cool. you, Colin, Colin's seen most of the Batman movies. And when I took him to see Godzilla in that preview, he loved it. He mm-hmm. liked it. Because he, I don't know, he has a sick, twisted sense of humor, apparently. Mm-hmm. But he was like, Has he seen the other Batman movies? Yeah, all of them. Yeah, wh- what's his favorite Batman? Take a guess. Now, this comes from a like six-year-old. A yeah. That's what I'm wondering. Is I purely don't know. I I feel like no, it. The would more be, neon, the more. That's yeah, what I would say. It is like the old like Schumacher, Batman and, Forever. Yeah, he loves Batman Forever. Yeah. Is that the one with Robin and yeah. Mr. Freeze? Yeah, and, no, Jim oh. Carrey. That's, that's Batman and Robin. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Batman Forever yeah, has Batman the Riddler Forever's, and Tommy yeah. Lee Jones, and he gets yeah. real oh, yeah. fucking hokey. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's all neon and yeah. like bright and over. But that to, was my favorite Gotham, though. Like, they were hokey movies, but that was my favorite Gotham of, like, this dark, dingy, 80s, crime-ridden, neon Gotham with, like, gargoyles and shit. But the second one is Dark Knight Rises. He loves Bane. Mm. He loves Bane, and then followed that is uh, uh, The Dark Knight. Mm. Dark Knight's probably... Yeah, I like Dark Knight. Yeah, that's a good one. I was driving around yesterday listening to that 
Power Glove Batman song. And I was like, <laughs> it came on an accident on my phone. I was like, man, this is fucking awesome. It's just like heavy metal, but it's the Batman. Yeah. Oh, Power yeah. Glove is great. The other day we were, Power Glove. the other day we were, ago. we were sitting at a pizza place. I forget where it was. And Colin starts going, and this lady was like, your child doing the Game of Thrones song? I was like, yeah. She's like, can you let him watch that? And I was like, well, yeah, of course. Like, I don't see what the problem is with it. But he runs around everywhere doing that. And people are just like, why would you do that? It's okay. It's fake. He knows it. Oh, he knows a Godzilla one, too. Hey there, Kathy. Is that, is that Miss Terry Davis? That's Miss Terry Davis. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. Hey, Kathy. Yeah, you know Miss Terry Davis. She's a cool-ass lady. What are we at on time in there, Randy? Hour 15? All right. Cool. Have we gone through? I think we have gone through. Oh, we have one we more. Got, uh, we got that. Yeah, we got that other old yeah. stuff. Everybody just stared at it. Do you, uh, you guys like Open? Open was really good. Right? Oh, it was delicious. Open was good. Oh, I Open was I delicious. Did, I got a second yeah. four of it. It's like... Randy, like yours a, is waiting on you. Like I drink your bean version. spirit, I'm not going to lie. You left it here too long. Damn. Damn. It's like a heartier mischief managed. It is, yeah. It's a little more acidic. Yeah. But, yeah, it's very good. They both stay on your lips a while. This ever-evolving oh, series of ales showcases like open this. fermentation techniques and our cool ship infused with different fruits, herbs, and spices. And, uh... Just put it out there. Yazoo is not a fan of the Oxford comma. Mm. <laughs> I am. I think it's very important Me too. and crucial. I overuse it probably sometimes. They don't. I don't even know why that thought it. process comma, started. Probably, comma, sometimes. Why would we even think to start? Look at this. Exactly. was left behind in that can. Oh, my uh, God. It's dirty. Yeah. Coffee grounds. <laughs> Damn. That straight up smelled like the coffee grounds after a cup of coffee. Like, you go to dump them in the trash and, like, you sniff them before. Maybe you do. Breakfast. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I'm, uh, whew, I've still got some of this other one. I'm enjoying the breakfast. That's my favorite, I think. Oh, yeah. It was maple bomb, maple coffee bomb. This open, between the open... The mischief managed, mm -hmm. and that bean counter, whatever it was bean called, counter. the bean yeah. counter, <laughs> whatever it was called, <laughs> it, smells it, smells like, like, it smells like bean smells counters, like bean it smells spirit. like bean spirit. You know, with a little uh, the bean for the pee pee. Yeah, the pee -pee. bean for that bean for that pee pee. But pee -pee those bean. three definitely pee -pee top bean choice. Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> bean counter. <laughs> it's like counting a sheep coming in, that tossing the beans out. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, see, it's these damn old ales, man. Yeah. From twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen. Heck yeah. yeah. Yeah, Colin was born in twenty thirteen. If that tells you anything. Jeez. I was going to say, this beer Thomas is old as Jesus, yeah. dude. I can't believe. I mean, I just don't think about it a lot, but man. In two years, you have to, Ooh. if you're born in 2000, you're 21. Wow. Yeah. That's scary. 98. I'm old. Right now. I was 84, man. So old. George Orwell. What's weird to me about how you age and like 2012, 2013 seemed like yesterday. I remember details from 2010. 
like yeah, it was I yesterday. To, I moved to Chattanooga in 2010. Like, I can't believe it's you know, coming up on <laughs> yeah. 10 years. I feel I like I've been here celebrate like celebrate a decade. Four years, you know? It's crazy. Time, man. It's a flat circle. <laughs> <laughs> I can smell the sacosphere. <laughs> Some out. I got a bad taste in my mouth out here. Aluminum. Ash. Time is a man-made construct. Smell the psychosphere. (laughs) I like the smell of this one better. I like this one way better. Smooth. I am not a fan of rye. This one smells like caramellos, tootsie rolls. Yeah, rye whiskey to me is basically just varnish. Like to be perfectly honest. There's some rye I really like, but most of the time it's too spicy, peppery. Uh, yeah, it's a little, little harsh for me usually, but not even varnish. Like the shit you would use to clean off varnish, <laughs> acetone. Yeah. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> not this beer. The other one. This one is very good. I like this one a lot. Cool. Yeah. Now, rye has that spice to it. Either like it or you rye don't. does have a spice. Although I, I, I'll say a uh, shout out, uh, Chet Whiskey and uh, my boy Levi down there. Uh, uh, he brought some. Uh, I remember that. He brought some single barrel rye from them that was like three years old, four years old. Single yeah, I think barrel that rye. was your downfall that evening. I don't even remember it being there that day, <laughs> but I'm still drinking on it right now at home. It's a beautiful bottle. Uh, it, it doesn't have that spice like most rye does. It's still very caramelly and on the sweeter side. Uh, it's delicious. So I don't know if they're still selling those at the uh, experimental distillery down there. But, yeah, that single barrel rye was very good. Shout out, Levi. I'm not the biggest fan of Chattanooga's whiskey companies like Bottom Shelf, cheapest whiskey. But the more expensive ones are really good. Oh, yeah. Some of those single barrel, like... Uh, the last single barrel we got at Riverside, that 10-year thing, was mm. amazing. Uh, they got gone quick, too. Yeah. And now, apparently, it's worth a bunch of money on secondary, but whatever. Uh, but, yeah, delicious. Very good. I like this quite a bit. I'm getting. I'm trying to nail down a scent in there, though. We need to do some music for this one. <clears throat> what, what are you feeling? What kind of music? Like I'm getting a classical vibe. Yeah, I need some classical. Yeah. Let's see here. Let me clear my throat. Let me pour some more so I don't spill it. Old Stock Stella Reserve is a small batch, limited release, that has been aged in wheat whiskey barrels. The aging process gives this world-class beer an added layer of complexity. A memorable drink that should be enjoyed as a completely unique offering. (laughs) I felt like it was longer than it was. I I think that's exactly what the other says too, right? (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't really paying attention, but I felt like that way. It should be enjoyed as its own unique offering, for sure. That's totally what the other... Wait. You got the right bottle, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I got the yeah. full one. No, they're the same. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it says the same. Well, <laughs> minus the one says rye whiskey and one says... I mean, whiskey. I could read yeah. Sweetwater 420, but that's kind of boring. I don't we need, even we need, it has we, flavor text. Oh, it, it does. does. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. 
The victory doesn't. I already been checking it's it out. A little bit. I mean, we could make some stuff up if you wanted to. Yeah, I definitely like this one way more than that rye. Ah. I like them both a lot. Very good. But I love multi. Yeah, I feel like this one has more of a, a leather Cheers. flavor to it that I like. I almost get kind of a like like a cheesiness. Like not cheese, but you know that like cloiny sort of taste you get on the back end of eating a like a block of and yes, a whole block of Colby cheddar. But what is a wheat whiskey like on the barrel? Rind, like on the outside? Weeded whiskey. You know, okay. they, they use uh, you know, yeah, I'm some wheat when in the it mash comes bill. To, uh, to liquor at all. Yeah, maybe some like of my some of my favorite uh whiskeys and uh, uh bourbons are weeded. Weeded. Yeah, I do like this one better. Yeah, it's always a little sweeter. Little and it's sweeter. 14.44. Ooh, it's so a on the back bigger. end, I get like a Gouda sort of taste. Okay. Like a light cheese sort of flavor. You get some Gouda and pair it. Yeah. Mm. Love me some Gouda. Uh, yeah, this beer is calling for some cheese and salty meats and mm. some crackers and it stuff. It is. It's calling for them. Maybe that's just me. I mean, meat always calls my name. Hey, you need to get this uh, show sponsored by Blue Fox and then get a really classy cheese plate up in here. <laughs> I think that's a, a fantastic a idea, actually. Hey, Blue yeah. Fox. Hey, yeah, shout out those guys. Yeah. I used yeah, to work Blue with Fox. a bunch of those guys over at the uh, food hole. Um, yeah, shout out Sam and uh, Chris and all those guys down there. Jesse, yeah, they do fantastic work. That's a nice shop, ton of good cheese. Nice meat, cured meats. Mm -hmm. Is that where that blueberry cheese you had came from? No, that was mm. from Whole Foods, I think. Mm. Yeah, look at that, that cheese platter. platter. That looks so good. Oh, yeah. They're killing it, man. My God, uh, I love a good Follow them on social media. Yeah, they, uh, they've done a couple uh, cheese plates for uh, my uh, uh, Matt and the Dynamic Ale guys, like his last birthday party. Mm. They did a giant plate for it, and, nice. man, it was good. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I went to... My friend Jamie's house, and I'll call her out because I know she never listens to my podcast <laughs> because you won't. Um, yeah, fuck you, Jamie. Local photographer. You suck. And uh, I went to her house, super classy lady. But this was so, it was oh, so no, barbaric. Jamie. Jamie. And I loved it. And she just put the cheese platter all over the table. All over. She cleaned the, no, no tablecloth, nothing. She just cleaned the table, the table down, just straight on the table. But like what? all sorts of cheeses. I mean, you couldn't have had a plate that would have held all this. But I just, it was very barbaric, but I liked it. <laughs> yeah. I liked it. But uh, we need to wrap this on up here. We need to bring her in for a landing. Um, anything coming up Riverside-wise? Uh, that uh, thing on, what is it, 20, 29th? Uh, yeah, 29th. What what is it? Oh yeah, it's like our. You pre, work there. Pre Fourth of July, like <laughs> customer appreciation thing. I hear it's a pretty big party. So yeah, it's usually try, pretty try big every down. year. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have a bunch of uh, spirits and wine tasting. I think like five different, four or five different local breweries are coming to taste beer. Uh, so yeah, it should be a good I time. Don't think it costs anything. No, it doesn't cost yeah. anything. Like uh, we're gonna have some snackies and yeah, plenty to drink. I heard it's a real party, so it's always a good time. Yeah. I'll probably be down there sampling, taking some photos. Oh, it's the it's the same. It's the second day of uh, Deep Brew Sea too. So I mean, mm. you know, if you're 
going to Deep Brew Sea, come by there and pregame or yeah. whatever. You know, that's free pregame. Like, heck yeah. One more. You'll probably taste some cooler beers than you know the Deep Brew Sea. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, just kidding, but, <laughs> I'm just yeah. kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, so that's coming up. And that's the next next weekend. This coming weekend, this coming Saturday is Hunt and Smith's four year birthday bash, which is always oh, a good yeah, time over on their uh, their Riverside location. That's always a good time. I think Strung Like a Horse is playing. Um, there were about four or five bands that were going to play. I can't remember them all. I just remember Strung Like a Horse. But I go every year. It's always been a blast. And then the weekend after that, you got Riverside down there. Taste the freedom. Uh, oh yeah, you talked about uh, Tim will be at uh, at the store this Friday yep. for Tennessee Rural Works. That'll his be good. His name's Weird Tim, but yeah, Tim. Yeah, yeah. Timothy Shields. I like how that's what we're going old with Jimothy you. Shields. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so go down there, talk to Tim, get some beers from him, and then got Riverside there. Uh, geez, I'm failing at this promo right now. You'll get there. But uh, yeah, too. Riverside every Friday and Saturday, four to six. They got the growler promo and their wine promo. Get down there, try some shit. It's good. The you wine tasting, discount. yeah, the wine tasting on Saturday is usually pretty lit. There's yeah, taste a lot of bottles and there's a ton of people crammed around that table and it's when they usually like crack out some cheese too. They do. They yeah. they they do a little. It's a whole. They let you taste a little of the cheese we sell. Yeah. And all kinds of stuff. It's a good time, and it, you guys sell some good cheese. I was talking about that earlier. You guys have some like great little gift ideas and whatnot. Um, oh, yeah, you were talking about that. We do, uh, you can even get fresh cut flowers twice a week. Those ladies come in from uh, Bud. I, I was Bud wondering where those little yeah. corsage thingies yeah. came from, those little yeah. tiny bouquets. They come in wondering. twice a week and fresh flowers. Uh, so, yeah, you can get a little everything, man. I, I take my girlfriend home flowers from there once in a while. Oh, that's so nice. So I nice. try. I yeah. try. But, uh, so thoughtful. <laughs> see, I think... I feel like I had one more thing, but I can't think of it. I've got something. <coughs> Go for it. So you guys need to be prepared for some great beer news coming out of Chattanooga very soon. Okay. And uh, against my better judgment, we're not going to talk about it this evening, but in a couple of weeks, we're going to have a grand unveiling, and you should be very excited. I'm prepared. That's some good shit very coming down the excited. pipe, guys. Uh, but yeah, other than that, thank you guys for showing up. Tommy, hey, thanks uh, for coming. Dude, thanks for having yeah. me. I really appreciate you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah, it's been a good nice. show. Got to t- clearly got to work out some kink. That's going to that fourth mic that popping is because I wasn't getting that last week. Hair going to be <clears throat> so it's something in that cable. Everybody knows I'm always popping. That he do. That he do. Pop it down. Make it clap. Make it clap. But yeah, on that note, we are going to get out of here. It's been fun, guys. Thanks for watching. Peace, love. Make sure you like, link, subscribe, share us around, do all that good stuff. We uh, find the same place, same spot, same time, generally every week. So we will see you guys (laughs) next week. Happy to that girl.